1: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundai or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
2: the first four hours were simply in a bouche i'm stuffed i can't remember the last time i ate this much sure you one not dessert. not for me uh, i'm good your table is ready for carmen and lima's emerging podcast scene when you go to a restaurant, what's the usual? What's the usual dessert you get? Not a huge dessert person. If you get a, a dessert, yeah, what's but a dessert. A yeah. lot of
3: times, you know, because of my fame, uh, they'll send me a free one. Are you serious? They do for mo- it, you. Just say it's your birthday; you pretty much get free dessert. You really do. At
2: nicer restaurants, I mean, you've, you've already all... spent all this money. If they, that's a lie. You no. get free dessert at a Chinese buffet if you say it. Oh, do you? Yeah. And they come out. They have this whole like firecracker thing going. Do they off? really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. The dogs in there start screaming. It's ridiculous. Um,
3: I don't know. I mean, most of these Italian places, it's always the same old, same old. Uh, when it comes to and, tiramisu, yeah, tiramisu. is always a tiramisu Oh, I like it. Nah. I do like it. Um, and then you know the the nice French restaurants. It's creme brulee. Never had creme brulee.
2: Oh, that's good. Nah. That's really good. I. You know what? You would imagine I'm not a big. What are your thoughts on cannoli? Uh, like cannoli, um, have gone to Little Italy to get the cannoli. Yeah. Oh, it's excellent. And and got it for Lizzie. Got to have the chocolate chips. Yeah. Have to. It's Corbos is where I went. Oh yeah. There's a, what's the other one too? Presties. Presties. That's the one I've been. There's another one. Then, um, then
3: Dolce Vita. You can get. They make their own. They make their own. Terry? Cannoli. Yes. You're kidding me. They do it all. How is he doing, by the way? I haven't seen that guy in quite a while. You know what? Uh, audio super hot. That's from oh, former employee Joe.
2: <laughs> How do I turn that down? It's <laughs> audio super. hot. How do I turn that down? How do we turn that down? Patio, Patio enclosure, Joe. Patio enclosure. Where do we go here? All right. Um. Okay. This is on? this is me. <laughs> don't, oh no! Let's see sit, don't don't I, touch
3: now, it. now that's the double. No, I have, have a, cross. I have a volume
2: control on my end. Now oh, we're gonna okay. Be super sorry. low. All right. We so have anyway, to get your we have to get uh, your Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's dot com. Get there before July 18th. And the reason why is because you can get 0% financing through January 2023. So you get 0% financing whether you got a brand new build, whether you just bought, maybe you want to redo a home that you, you you just bought, or a century home, doesn't matter. They're going to take loving care of it. And really bring your home into the 21st century with smart speaker systems, a smartphone the way it's supposed to be done. Check them out online first. XTENDAV.com. Bring that home into the 21st century. I said it today. I said you can get tunable spectrum and you can get surround sound where it's not just a room. It's the entire property. And let me underline property. property. So if it's an old shed out back that you like to write, write in, you go right on ahead. Yeah, you ain't missing a moment. X T E N D A V dot com. Make those home dreams come true at Extend Technologies. by the way, um, our buddy is doing something that's really, really cool here. And I want to make sure I get it right. So, uh, honestly, uh, what it says here is that their buddy, Ian's wife, Colleen, Tony's buddy's Ian's wife, Colleen, uh, and. His college roommate's wife, Jen, both had ovarian cancer. Ian's wife and her sister decided to start a big thing to do it. Colleen's sister um, had BRCA when she had cancer. And basically what they're going to do is they are doing an event called kickbrca.org. That's kickbrca.org. You can check it out there. It's fantastic, uh, the work they're doing, where somebody is is swimming between here and Kelly's Island, I think it is. Like it's a long way between like the shore and Kelly's oh. Island, over there. So kickbrca.org, great stuff. Tony's involved with it. Extend's involved with it. They're doing great stuff over there. So make sure you check it out. You're gonna absolutely uh, love it. You can do something great. And again, be sure to check out Extend Technologies online first. X T E N D A V dot com. So anything Tony's with, you know, we love Tony. Tony does a great job with us. And so if Tony's with it, I know it's good. You know, you love it fantastic stuff so make sure you uh check out that website as soon as you possibly can uh i got a conversation with you today about um almost that extend about ryan day mm-hmm. and whether or not ryan day is doing i'm sure i'm getting killed on twitter right now because that was my tease is ryan day doing too good oh, a recruiting like job which i love to ask i asked you and you didn't even think it was a, i said it i didn't even ask and you did not disagree i said Ryan Day has to have a world champ, or excuse me, a national championship by 2023. He's on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. It puts him on. You recruit to that level, you have not had it. You haven't had a national championship yet. You're not Nick Saban, even though I tell you what. If Nick Saban went three years without winning a national championship, I wonder if people go, is it passing him by? Is it passing Nick Saban by? Like, I wonder if that would – so is Ryan Day on the hot seat right now with this recruiting class that he has? What did you say about this recruiting class? Half of the top 21 or something like that are Ohio State guys or how, how is it, half of the top 30 or whatever it it's, might be? It's like 15 or 16
3: or – no, 17 or something out of the top 34 are either committed to Alabama or Ohio State. So the dominance continues mm-hmm. uh, at the top. And with this player that Ohio State just signed yesterday – uh, for those that don't know, JT—I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right at all. Tuamolalu, JT. I'll try that again. Tuimolalu You want to go with that? Molulu, yeah. Anyway, he is out of the Pacific Northwest, out of Washington. Okay. Uh, he's. where did
2: you learn to climb trees like that? The Pacific Northwest. <laughs> he's incredible.
3: He's absolutely incredible, defensive lineman, and so Ohio State again has—they're uh, right behind Alabama, and then. For next year, they're far and away number one right yeah. now. Of course things will things will probably change. Uh, it is incredible the recruiting that he's been able to do, and it's it's actually you can make the argument right now it's better than Urban Meyer, which of course was better than Jim Trestle. So you just continue to get better recruiting wise. They haven't won a title since twenty Mm-hmm. And I know that's gonna sound, you know, to older Ohio State fans, they're gonna they're gonna say, Wait, we went thirty some years between championships before Jim Trussell won, but you are, you're right. You are there with Nick Saban. And we know it's not like Ryan day. You can't say Ryan says Ryan days up there with Nick Saban. He's not, he hasn't, he hasn't coached enough and he hasn't won enough. He just started, but Nick Saban has won. What? Six of the last 12. Yep. Which I think is incredible. I don't think you're ever going to see that in college football again. I even, even now, of course now with expanded playoffs, maybe it's harder. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but six of 12, is it too much as an Ohio State fan? Can you be greedy? I mean, we have two since
2: 2003, right? You have that year and you have, yeah, you have well, 2014. Never mind. That's 18 years now. It's easier. Years. It's not easy because you have Alabama there, but it's gonna. It's easier now than I think it's going to be because if you lose a couple of games, you'll get into the playoffs. But again, you might have to go on the road. You, Ohio State's you won't get gonna be that in, first round by. Ohio
3: State's gonna be in every year from here yeah. on out.
2: so they'll be in, and that'll be that'll be fine. Getting in is one thing. And people say, well, ifs and buts in 2015, if they would have got... I'm sorry. They didn't get in in 2015. So that's just the way she goes. So if you don't get in, I can't make an argument for you. What I'm wondering about Ryan Day, let's not beat around the bush here, is your recruiting class too good that you have to get a national championship or they move on from you? Because I'll make a case where I will and I'll make a case where I absolutely wouldn't. Okay? Okay. First one is the, the positive towards him being on the hot seat, where I would put Ryan Day on the hot seat. Recruiting takes a lot of money. Recruiting takes a lot of resources. Recruiting is 90% of what they do. Everything else is coaching and actually playing on the football field. you got to get the players first. We all know that. You get the players, then everything else is going to work. He's done a remarkable job, and you just mentioned it. It's better than Urban Meyer. I think he learned from the master, and away he goes. So you have him, Dabo, who's obviously – a, a He's a born salesman. He was a literal salesman He's at incredible. one point. Yeah, and then you have you have Nick Nick Saban, who, going back to Michigan State, has been just incredible at it. No matter what you want to find, it's always been not clean. But you haven't been able to find anything out of him. I'm sure when I say not clean, I assume not clean. But you haven't been able to find anything out of it. So they they're all masters at it. And if you're recruiting at that level, you still need to win national championships. The reason I would put him on that list is, is saying why you are on the hot seat is because. I have the same thought with Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart went back to Georgia, became their head coach, was supposed to have learned under Saban, did everything to get great players, recruited great players, and they are up there in the conversation every single year with great recruiting classes, top three, top five, every single year. Georgia, their boosters have opened things up. They've done massive remodeling projects on on their facilities. They have top-end facilities. The national championship that LSU won – just a couple of years ago, put Kirby Smart on the hot seat, because you have for the first time. I mean, they, they, it's never been like they were broke, okay? But for the first time, George is playing with the big boys when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to money and funds and assistance, because you know you're recruiting. That's why. That's why. And Brett Bielema made a terrible mistake going to Arkansas, but Brett Bielema left because he couldn't. They would not pay the assistant coaches to do the recruiting. And that's half the battle. We always look at the we always look at the head coach's salary, and we make a big deal of that. It's the assistants that you make a big deal of. And now they're doing it at Georgia, and they don't have the national championship. And then LSU wins, and LSU's crying poor every other. They're a school that really cries poor every year. But they won with Ed Ogeron, and people respect Ed Ogeron, but they don't see him in this. No, he's not new, considered one of the top. He's coaches. not. Yeah, he's not seen in this new level of Ryan Day and some of the other younger guys who you know, are coming up through college football. And I think they're getting angry about it. And so they put, they're putting Kirby Smart on the hot seat because they don't want to go through Mark Rick's stuff. Mark Rick had a beautiful program for a long time, but there'd be two or even three hiccups a year that were unexplainable and stupid. And they don't want the same thing to happen with Kirby Smart, so it puts him on the hot seat. The reason I wouldn't is basically for the same principle. And I look in a different place. Tom Osborne retires. They bring in Frank Solich. Frank Solich has been a great – you know where I'm going with this already. Frank Solich was great. They get rid of Frank Solich. He's done a remarkable job for o, for OU. They've been a nice, steady program his entire time there. They went to Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan was a disaster. They went through – they got to Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini got them back to where they should be. okay. You yep. don't want to be – and I don't think they would be. I really don't think they would be. But one bad coaching move can ruin you. It can do a big deal of hurt to you. It's built Ohio State, Urban Meyer, and so far Ryan Day have built Ohio State to a place where it's, it's Teflon. It's, it feels like it's Teflon. One wrong move can put you in a bad spot. And I don't think like Ryan Day would get fired. I don't think it would come to that. I think there would be so much pressure on Ryan Day. Ryan Day might just go out going to the NFL, making my move to the NFL. That to me would mean there's pressure on Ryan Day. There was immense heat on Ryan Day, and then he would just go on. And you got to be careful about that type of thing because if you look at the blue bloods of college football, Ohio State's one of them, and it, it's it's one bad coach where all of a sudden you're you're sputtering, you're looking, and if, if we're talking about major money, why do guys want to leave their positions if they're already at Oklahoma, Alabama, Clemson, even? Like I, you might have somebody where well, we'll bring our native son, son home. Maybe you, maybe you can do that. Or maybe it's another mess. Like, you don't want to I, – I say we learn from Michigan in that case. Like, you don't – you don't want to make bad mistakes. So, it's, it's – I've set up both. It's a cautionary tale, but regardless, I think that he's obviously a great recruiter, but it does bring more pressure on you to get a national championship.
3: It's insane. The recruiting's insane. The fact that they can go into any, any living room in the country, no matter where you are, no matter what team – matters in that area of the country and he can just go take whatever he wants Mm -hmm. I never thought in a million years Ohio State would be in position to do that and then they were the minute they got Urban Meyer that happened and I I I sat there I I have to be honest I know everybody was talking glowingly about Ryan Day Mm -hmm. but I sat I thought to myself wait a second we're not even doing a coaching search when Urban Meyer stepped down abruptly like we're not even going to interview top candidates around the around the world we're just taking this guy who has never never been a head coach before in college football and boy I was wrong and there's a reason those guys are in the position they're in that they know there is something to just knowing and the fact that urban meyer basically he gave him the endorsement they said no that's the next big coach in college football mm-hmm. that is the guy and that that came from urban and they listen to urban and it's a damn good thing they did but it's time for Ohio State to win a national championship. I know that sounds ridiculous, but you know we're we're supposed to be up there with Alabama and Clemson.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and make no mistake about it. It's only been how long has it been with Ryan Day? Has it been just two, two, two years. years yet? I'm already impressed with Ryan Day, and yeah. it's, it's for basically what you said. I I think that there's guys who are anointed and they just can't fulfill that role. We saw that with Lane Kiffin; he wasn't ready. Maybe he'd be more ready. Yet. We'll see what he does with Ole Miss. Tom Herman, same thing. Elevated, it became a disaster.
3: Tom Herman was supposed to be a guarantee.
2: Yeah, and and for that's and that's what I want Ohio State to avoid. Like, if you can't get it done, Jim like, Harbaugh I is like, supposed to be a guarantee. Yes, I like, and that's those are two great examples. I want. I think Steve Sarkisian's a good story. The 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 tale of just the tailspin of his alcoholism to now like getting his life back on track and and him being in charge of of young people again. I'd like to see a happy ending in that story. I don't know if it'll work, and I think plenty of people in Texas are like, you know, we tried, we we tried the whole Charlie Strong thing. That went to hell in a handbasket. Then we tried to to double down, and we got we we got Tom Herman, and that was supposed to be a guarantee. And then we're bringing an Urban Meyer to, to to consult with us about yeah, who the next that. coach should be. And then we bring in Steve Sarkeesian, and now it just feels like you're kind of out there, like where USC is, and USC's different. Like Texas has Ohio State money, and just doesn't act like it. It, it just keeps running into problems. So you can have a situation that seems perfect and completely spins out of control. I don't get Texas. I do not get that. makes no sense.
3: I mean, they have their own television network. Yes. It makes absolutely no sense how, especially considering every school in the country, short of Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, wanted to hire Herman as their head coach. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a lot of talk in Columbus that when Urban Meyer abruptly steps down, it'd be nice to have Tom Herman. And then it just totally blows up. Yeah. It just doesn't win there. Yeah. How you don't win there? And that guy, that guy was a, supposedly a genius. He was like a Mensa guy, and yet he couldn't get it done. I remember when we had Bo Bishop doing the shows. He goes, "That guy, that it's a guarantee. That guy's going to be amazing." And when he got the Texas job, all of us thought that. All of us thought he was going to uh, basically bring back that program, and just never happened. It's it never crazy. happened.
2: So I, I thought I... Charlie
3: Strong would do a good job. That didn't happen either.
2: Did Charlie Strong get fired at USF?
3: No, I, I met. I, I know, yeah. but but has he I been Subsequently
2: fired with, from USS I can't
3: keep up. Where, where's Tom Herman? I totally
2: no. For... Charlie Strong's Charlie Strong. I think is an assistant with Urban Meyer Urban... now, isn't he? So with yeah, he did get fired. Yeah, in yeah. Jacksonville. So there we go. Okay, well, we got all that figured out. You said you can't keep up with what with Charlie Strong's career yet. No, or? all
3: these coaches. Where Where is Tom Herman right now? Keith Keith will text us in two seconds. Oh, I
2: totally forgot. Oh my anyway, God, I can't remember. Well, this is why he's a Heisman voter and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another reason for that too that I I can't get into. Uh, Tom Herman is offensive analyst and special projects coach, Chicago Bears. Ah, he's with the Bears. Well, Boy, God. that's like the land of misfit toys over there. Mm-hmm. You got Tom Herman, you got Mike Pettin there now. Eh, that's what you're gonna have. All right, um, another thing. Who's the kid who's playing football and basketball? Well, that was that was the name I couldn't pronounce earlier. A name you can pronounce is Extend Technologies. X T E N D A V dot com. Boy, that sounds like that was jammed in there. It really wasn't. It is seamless. And it's going to be so seamless when you go to Extend Technologies and they take care of your entire home. Whether it be the audio, the visual, or the whole thing, tunable spectrum technology, everything. It's fantastic. It's online first. X T E N D A V dot com. Let Tony and his team sit down and come up with a plan that's going to fit your budget. It's going to fit your lifestyle as well. Whether it be a century home, brand new build, doesn't matter, guys. It's so cool. Out there on the patio during the summertime, even during the wintertime. Ah, oh, it's so much better with Extend Technologies. And remember, you purchase by July 18th. We're running out of time. All right. Today's July 6th. So you got 12 days. You purchase by July 18th. You can get 0% financing through January 2023. So get to that website, dot com. It's time to make your home dreams come true with Extend Technologies and Broadview Heights. Okay, who's the kid who's playing basketball and football? Well, look, he's he's one of the top recruits in the
3: country, football-wise, on defense, JT Tuamola. That's who it is, okay. Yes. And supposedly, he's going to attempt to play basketball at Ohio State. Mm. Hope's join the Buckeye basketball program after the football season ends, according to Adam Jardy of the Columbus Dispatch, former classmate of mine, by the way. Who does not follow me on Twitter? Who? Uh, Adam Jardy. Oh. Anyway, he spent time with men's basketball coach Chris Holtman during his official visit, and football coach Ryan Day is willing to make it work. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that. I mean, starting out now, it's good to say that whatever to get him in campus, right? If you're if you're Ryan Day, yeah, yeah, you'll play both. Uh, does that make a difference in you wanting to come to Ohio State? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you'll play both, and then I think it'll be made abundantly clear once he walks on campus. Ah, uh, yeah. We need you to specialize in football if you want to be the best football player out there. Now, I, I disagree. I don't know. I, you disagree that? I disagree. W- that what?
2: Oh, I think it might be said to him about specializing. I think he's going to be allowed to play both football and basketball if he wishes.
3: I think he'll start out by being allowed to play both, and then when he sees other football players kind of potentially surging past him, or it'll be used as a, it'll be used as a kind of a threat. I could see things changing. I mean, unless he just comes in and dominates football and he's fine and whatever. Uh, We'll see. But either way, this is a big-time recruit. And it got me thinking about the players that would do or have done both because you you just rarely see it. Like, you've seen guys do track and field like Denard Robinson. Incredible track and field. There's a bunch of guys Mm -hmm. who have been able to do that. Uh, You've seen some – like Russell Wilson, didn't he not – did he play baseball? Yep. Well at G- N N C State. Bo Jackson. Obviously Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders are going to come up uh as well. I always think of Ronald Curry. <laughs> Ronald Curry, who is the, the quarterback at UNC. I think Julius Peppers played both basketball yep. and football. Same time.
2: Yes. Obviously. Yeah. That yes. Dumb, that was a dumb thing. Same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they did. Oh, okay.
3: Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other I I know that um Help me out. Syracuse. Football, basketball, Syracuse. Rob Conrad. No. Kirby Dardar. No. <laughs> Quarterback of the Eagles. Come on. Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb. He played on the basketball team. I don't think he played all four years, uh, but he was on that team. As far as Ohio State goes, I can think of Ricky Dudley uh, did yep. both. Nate Sally played, like, sparingly on the
2: basketball what team. What about Joey Galloway? I There I, was nothing with Ohio State basketball No, Joey Galloway? No, I thought he was track. Didn't he play in the CBA? I thought Joey Galloway played in the CBA for a minute. Okay. Like I, a minute.
3: Uh, there's some guy. Uh, was it Ch- uh, Lumpkin? He, oh, God. He, big.
2: Oh, what was his first name?
3: John? Yeah. And then I could tell you uh, for different schools, do you remember? Uh, was it Ron? Not Ron Paulus. Uh, what was his name? Two time
2: Heisman Trophy not winner. Not that one. Or Lake Great Beano Cook. Not that one.
3: The guy that played uh, basketball at Duke, and then I covered him. Playing football at Syracuse, he was the starting quarterback. Yeah,
2: was it NASA? Brian NASA? No, 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 no. I forget no, who. it how was. How could I not remember this? Well, the it, and he Adrian... wasn't he
3: wasn't particularly good at either, but he got to do it. Sy- <laughs> Syracuse brought him over as a graduate <laughs> transfer, and he was gonna he was gonna get. Into the, he's a he's the head basketball
2: coach, I think, at Albany, somewhere up
3: there. No kidding. I cannot remember. Why can't I remember? We his name? had
2: when I went to school, we had a guy. I think his name was Rick McFadden, and he played football at Ohio State as a quarterback and then he played basketball at Akron. I totally forgot about that. And then he was like the Dobo for a while, and I don't know what the hell he does now. But um yeah, that's that was the guy when I was a kid. So uh, yeah, that guy. I think okay, this guy JT, Craig
3: Paulus is what I was
2: talking about. Craig Paulus. I well done. I, if well, you're close, you said Ron Paulus at first. Yeah. So this guy JT, if he you're right if he can't handle it, what it's going to be. Listen, you're you're losing your position because of all your things that you have to do for basketball, someone's going yeah. to be in his, head, in his head about it. But if he can handle it, and some of the, see, what I don't want to have happen is that there's going to be some natural. Hey, you're with the big boys now. You went from the best kid in your state to amongst many best kids in their state, and it's both in football and in basketball because they also do recruit. Chris Holman does recruit at a high level. So if you're in those those categories, there's going to be a natural, you have to mature. You're 18, you're going to have to be 19 and, and be bigger and faster and stronger and physically you might not be what a 22-year-old or 21, 20-year-old 20 athlete's going to be even two years from now. These guys might have been through the Ohio State weight program. And we've seen the difference between a high school kid and even what we consider a big high school kid and what Ohio State can do to you. Mm-hmm. And then what the NFL can do to you. It's amazing. So you see that difference. There might be a natural difference growth there well I don't want him to, to be robbed that opportunity but if he's able to take care of it if he's that good if he's that good I think they will definitely let him because if they won't let him and he has his heart set on playing both I think there's plenty of other coaches who are more than willing to go hey we'll, we'll, we'll let you who's the new coach down at UNC who's the basketball coach down at UNC after Roy Williams oh god it's a former player right well whoever right. it might be and I'm sure him and Mac Brown will go hey we'll let you play Let's play both. Will Jim Beheim have a problem with a guy playing football? Yeah, I'm tra- basketball? I'm
3: trying to see what what kind of recruit he is, basketball wise. Pitts
2: dying for anybody. I'm sure they'll let him do both. Yeah, they have
3: him. So I'm only finding his football stuff. I'm not seeing the basketball stuff, unfortunately. But either way, okay. either way, it it is amazing it, in this day and age. You just don't see a lot of it. Uh, by the way, we we're mentioning you know the greatest ever two sport athletes. You got Jim Brown has got to come oh, up. Yeah, obviously. lacrosse. Yeah. He's he's still considered the best lacrosse possibly player. the best lacrosse player ever. Uh, it boy, it's interesting in this time in this time that that would be on the table for somebody. Uh, we always wonder Terrell Pryor if Terrell Pryor would have stuck with basketball. Uh, he was considered a four star. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's you know your four stars. It's a it's kind of a, a fatter chance to be able to make that leap, but you never know. And Terrell Pryor had the athleticism, so. I would have loved to see if somebody like Terrell Pryor would have stayed with basketball, obviously because it didn't work out uh, long-term football. Although he was in the league, you know, I still think Terrell Pryor being able to play wide receiver with a thousand yards, I still think He's is a is an amazing. Athlete. I think that is an amazing accomplishment. It is an amazing that accomplishment that totally gets glossed over. I mean, it did it with the Browns? With who throwing to him?
2: Mm, Cody Kessler. For Glad a bit you can of that.
3: remember because I can't.
2: RG three. Cody Kessler. Jeez. Who else? Was, was it Josh McCown? Josh McCown had to have been was in that? there. Yeah. Yep. I think that's absolutely incredible. That is incredible. had that going for you. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be allowed to play. You think he'll end up playing just football? Yeah, I think down the road. What's with your painting? Starts today. Starts today. Wax on. Whoa, excellent. You do not want to even talk. Are you bored talking about painting in general? I'm fascinated I, by your painting. I just
3: think it's it seems like a boring topic. But if if <laughs> if could find a way to make it entertaining, I'd rather listen to paint dry yeah, than talk then do about this pa- than talk
2: about paint. Well, this is the first time you've actually done this. I I think you should do it alone. It's a return to
3: manual labor. It's can, been a long time. Can you <laughs> for the sports boy? It's been a long time.
2: People don't realize Lima started out in manual labor. Yes, Lima started out mowing. Cutting, yeah. lots of things. By that the way, did that,
3: did that at Berkshire Hills, too. I had every job at Berkshire Hills. Cut the greens, uh, even did a little fairways, did rough, did uh, did the, the creeks. Oh, my God, the weed-whacking to the creeks. The sand pro. What was
2: the worst Getting thing you did? Getting the sand pro out. What's that? What was the worst thing you did at uh, golf at the golf course?
3: Had to... We had, uh, man, what, what would you call that? I don't even remember what it was called, but the the side of the bridges over the creeks. Sandblasting? We had to sandblast the side of those, and you're just up here. That thing weighed 50 pounds. Really? That thing weighed 50 pounds, and you're shaking. Your whole body is Why shaking. Why did you I weighed, that? I weighed like nothing. Yeah. I remember I weighed like 135 pounds. Uh, and I don't even know because then you painted over them. So I had to do the paint afterwards. We had to paint after we sandblasted the sides to kind of every smooth year. them out. Uh, every two years on those, they oh, they like eroded stuff. rapidly. Was it hard? Did it take it a long sucked. time? It it was painstaking. It was heavy. Uh, my body was not ready for that. I'd come home and that was it. You'd shower bed. Sometimes you didn't even make it to the shower bed. Just collapsed. So I think about people who actually do manual labor every day and have done it for years and yeah. decades, and I'm like, how, how? And I get your body hardens for it. I do think your body, you kind
2: of. No, your what, body responds to everything it, like that. It kind of yeah. does. We are we are amazing. But those for that first week, malleable that first two creatures. Weeks. Oh my god. Yeah. When I worked at the stone plant,
3: <sighs> I
2: remember, and it was it's exactly as bad as you thought, and it was. Me, this guy Jeff, this guy Brian. Brian was cool. They were both cool guys. One went to Ken, I went to Akron, the other one went to OU. Is Brian the one that killed his family tragically? No. Oh. Brian, he looked like Gavin Rosdale from Bush. And his last name was Bush. And so he was a great guy. But we were really good. Like, it was physical. Like, you'd sweat your ass off in the summertime. You'd be freezing, but you'd be working too hard to be to be cold in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hard. It was very hard. It was a young man's game. Oh, yeah. And so we would we would pour the concrete. We would mix the stone, pour the concrete in the molds, let the molds cure, dry out, and then you'd, pull, you'd have to go pull in stone. And pull in stone, you'd be wearing these I wore these big jeans and, like, this huge denim jacket because I, I didn't care what happened on it. So, I, I, like, on this big denim jacket, like, I'd get concrete stuck to it and stuff like that. I didn't care. And you would just flip over the molds, pull the stone out, stack them in the boxes, put the boxes – eventually on a big pallet, and we're talking 80, 100 pounds a box of stone. And we'd do it, and we would get so annoyed because we would do the stone, and there would be, like, a guy who just, like, usually, because it's very physical, there'd be, like, a down-and-out guy who'd work, and, like, somebody would bring him to work, and you, you just knew, like, this guy is not going to to Not going to make it. He does not know what he's getting himself into. I don't know who he got this, this recommendation mm-hmm. from. I don't know who gave it to him to get this job. This is not going to work. And, I mean, you'd have guys, and they were sweating profusely, couldn't breathe, like they couldn't they couldn't keep up. Because we, we wanted to get the job done. We wanted to get done fast. Because the faster you pulled the stone, then, yeah, you could ass off kind of the rest of the day and get paid to ass off as long as you got the stone pulled. The boss was kind of cool about that. He didn't care. But that damn stone better be done. pulled, or your ass was grass about it. And so we would just get mad. It didn't help where he's new, he's older than us, and we used to get so mad. Because now you're just getting in our way. You're slowing us down. You're getting in our way. We want to go ass off. I want to go like because you'd go, you'd get the bobcat out and you go get the gravel. And so you would just like put your iTunes in or at that time MP3 player, and you'd just ride around on the bobcat and do that. And it was fine. You'd do that. We we get the stone pulled in like two hours, one and a half depending on it. And it, but it was. Like you can't breathe. There's no bathroom breaks. There's nothing. You were going no, hard God, for an hour and a half. It is, it is. It is. Rick Flair, Ricky Steamboat, do not stop for two hours at a time, and then the rest of the day be awesome. It, it feels they'd be great. It feels
3: like you should have been getting paid fifty bucks an hour. We should have been. Well, we weren't. What were you getting paid? We
2: were getting nine twenty-five. Uh, at that age, at that time, was not terrible. That's money. pretty damn good. That was pretty Absolutely. damn good. And we used to get so mad at these guys, and they'd be there for mm. one day. Like, yeah, they wouldn't can't. make it. They'd be like, I can't move. The one guy got up and he's like, I can't keep up. I'm sorry. I got to go.
3: At least he knew. Put everybody out of their misery. No, but quicker. We, we,
2: it wasn't even that. We'd just start cussing them out. Like, get your ass back here. Like, we'd be yelling at him. Oh, oh crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awful.
3: God, I keep – It th- was awful. I'm oh. now thinking this sends me right back to, to my job during the summer at the golf course and the amount of people that made it one day or two days. And there was one guy, Kenny – Came in, and I'm like, all right, this guy's cool, and he's talking about, hey, we're going to party, and where are we partying at? Just kept saying partying. Just where, where are we partying? And then he showed up the second day with just, just drugs galore. Here come the drugs. Like I'm You like, want oh, to like, make friends with you guys? yeah giving you drugs? Yes, and then he couldn't make it, and he was so bad. He was such a bad employee. I think he may have lasted like three or four days. Never saw him again. I, and I'm like, man, I spent an entire day edging a
2: bunker with this dude. I worked at a grocery store. I can't say which one. Don't guess. And we got a guy who lived in the motel across the street, like the old rural highway motel across the street, who worked with us to get us to get us beer, to get us liquor and beer. And he bought it. And we were like, all right, man, thanks. And we went to drop him off. He's like, we're not hanging out? <laughs> and, like, there were four of us in the car. We're like, no, and then all of a sudden we were like, I mean, I gotta go to my grandma's tomorrow. Like, Start we making yeah, excuses. we got this, we got this beer and we got this beer and, and liquor for another day. We we're not we're we're all going to church tomorrow. Like, we can't we can't drink this beer and liquor now. Oh, we have
3: poor guy. and he's
2: just holding this bottle of, like he got this bottle of cheap vodka because we're like, hey man, we'll buy you a bottle if you if you if you buy it for us. And he's like, oh, I I thought we were all gonna hang out. And We're like. <laughs> no, we got things we got to do. And, like, he got out, and he's like, okay, we'll, we'll bye. That is and, like, so sad. He went inside and we're like, we're going, man, I, I feel bad. And then we're going, man, I, I, like, all of a sudden I couldn't help it. I I had to pipe up, and I go, you know, we are, like, 17 years old. This guy is in his 30s. I don't <laughs> think we need to feel that bad. He should have known what was what yeah. he was getting into. Yeah, by the
3: way, I don't I don't think he was after <laughs> hanging out with guys. I think I think he had a very different idea well, I don't about how that night was going to end. Well, you know what? He was looking to make some new friends, and uh, in that age group, only a very, very different gender. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I did not think about he that. He was a total creep. I didn't, I didn't think about that. I guess either way, he was a total creep. Like, Yeah, maybe even, he, if he, yeah even if you want to hang out with 17-year-olds. Even if you want to hang out with the guys, uh, boys at that age, maybe he was a creep that way. Either way, he was a creep, like looking back.
2: Man, I got to text my buddies because we didn't even think about that. It's like, hey man, he's in his thirties. Wants to hang out with seventeen-year-olds. He should have known the score. And my buddies immediately were like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Bleep that guy. Bleep it. Like they were all like, nah. Do Sad. Think, did you ever look him up? See what happened to him? I don't I even know. remember his name. Love to know. I don't even remember. He didn't work there for. I almost said the name of the grocery store I worked for. Uh, he didn't even work there for another month. <laughs> That's great. He was a he was a he was a vagrant, a, a, a vagabond, if you will. Not a vagrant, <laughs> but he was a vagabond. Maybe it's the same thing. I'm not sure. He, he, <laughs> he went from town to town. He rode the rails. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's what you had. Those are my old work experiences. So you got to paint today. Just paint alone. Don't have uh, your no, future father. But we got to get
3: it done. We got to get it done. It can't linger. It's got to get done this week. And then we're done. she's going to move in before me because uh, her lease ends mm-hmm. a month before mine. And I am taking full advantage of the final month in Tremont. After 10 years. The summer of Lima. It is. It is. But there's no I don't think there's a Tremont, a taste of Tremont this year, which is just ridiculous. Absolutely oh ridiculous God. that they could pass up on an opportunity like this. I mean, the feast is going. we There are going to be eight days of the feast.
2: We're going to double them out the days of the is feast. such an interesting thing. It's over. So It's all over. Do you, uh, you plan on being with this woman. I mean, as of right now, the rest of your life, right? For a few years, right? This, is, But no, no one gets into it going, ah, we'll be around for a couple <laughs> years. We'll see how it goes.
3: That's what people that, that got the Cleveland Browns job when their friends were like, you know, you're only going to be there for a few years. And they said, you know what? I think we can win there, but if it's only a few years, he's going to pay me for five.
2: I mean, Mike Penn's daughter tweeted that back at somebody, then deleted it. You remember that. Oh, yeah. Her, his own daughter said that. Mm-hmm. All right. Take this the right way. I don't want to talk you out of this. I don't want to scare you. You you do understand like this, this will, when you move in, that's it. There's, there's a difference then you got to know that right now. Like everything is done together. Like you could have your alone time here and there. Certainly, how do I
3: establish things uh, are different? I know. Then. I, and I've had everybody kind of tell me this. Yeah. How do I establish some ground rules for a you don't. threshold of alone time
2: it happens naturally.
3: So I don't come in and say, Hey, just so you know, I'm going to want to go over to my buddy's place occasionally it can't be every week. It can't be, you know, three times a week. Yeah. How do I establish that? Or is it just going to be all lies? Hey, I'm going golfing. No, you can't it's lie. A, it's a company you never thing. Never lie. You cannot it's lie. For the, it's for the radio station. Do not lie. You she's never not gonna, lie. She's not going to listen to this. it so do,
2: doesn't matter. You can't lie. Say whatever you want to say. Nope. Because one lie turns into how many times you've lied to me. Do not lie. Do not. I'm. I'm telling you right now. Don't lie. You cannot. Will not. Should not. lie. What about a little light? No. No, I mean, there's little things of like what you might have went golfing and, and you could say, well, I was golfing with with Ken, which is a fan event then a work yeah. event. But yeah, we could have been with, you know, God knows who golfing and ass and all doing we were golfing. God knows what. Yeah. Doing God knows what with God knows who hitting on the beer girl. And that would have been OK. That that <laughs> is OK. You can talk. You can flirt. You can do all those things. You just can't act on it. So that that is fine. Little white lies in in the in the course of the truth, I think, are okay. It's if you were to outright lie and say I'm going golfing, and then you did that, mm-hmm. you can't do that even once because if you do that once and you get caught, so now then yeah, it's how many times have you lied to me before? It's a
3: total breakdown of confidence. It's a total in uh, any yes.
2: And then why do you not believe that I I would I would be okay with this? Yeah. You are asking for so many problems, and it's not fair to her. It's not fair to her. And then you'll start to think about okay, I lied to her. This is bad. Will she lie to me? Then you start thinking about that. What's she willing to lie about? That type of thing. You do not do that. You have to tell the truth. No matter what. No matter how much it hurts. And the old sto- I've the- lied so much in my life though. That's yeah, the well, problem. I'm sorry, that's that's the thing that's gonna happen. I mean to almost change. to pathological levels. Oh, it's I've seen it. I've seen you be You've so seen it firsthand. I've seen you so comfortable in a lie I've known it was pathological. <laughs> it's a, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing the grift that you could pass on on somebody, and I've watched it firsthand. Uh, that is true. I would, I insist that you paint alone. It it'll be more fun that way.
3: I'm sorry, Anthony. I uh, think by true. the way, so the the dad is going to be there.
2: I have to yeah, order. I think you should. Leave. I have to order food at some point, right? Yes. I think you should go. I I still think you should do it alone.
3: Should I be bringing food? Should I be bringing subs right like right now? That's just going to stall. It's going to take longer, and he's exactly. going to go. Where have you been? Are
2: you are you are you painting right after this?
3: Oh, yeah. I got to go home change real quick. Um, Quick, too. I can't be late. I can't dilly-dally. No. This is the first time that I've had people that I have to answer to in years, and that includes my bosses. This is the first time in years. Yeah. I have gone, my God, I have gone 20-plus years without having anybody to answer to, and all of a sudden I have a new family. How often have you talked I have a new them? family to answer to. Th- these were this total strangers a year yeah, ago. That's Twelve incredible. months ago, I met her. I met her in 2 weeks it'll be a full year.
2: I don't mean to put too much pressure on you. You just I but I would if I was him I'd be sizing you up a little bit. Oh, he will be. Okay. The, the whole thing.
3: This is this is a test. This is, this is what Mr. Miyagi did with Daniel's son. Totally was. He was sizing him up the whole time. Is he worthy? He is, is he man, worthy of my tutelage?
2: If I'm not mistaken, he is a man who does not have grandchildren yet. So, right? You will be He's got another. You, you may very well yeah. be the father of his first grandchild, and maybe, depending on his age, the only grandchild he sees. Yeah. I don't want to put too much pressure on you there, Tony. I hope you have a wonderful time painting with your maybe future father in law. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you don't let him down. I know Extend Technologies won't let you down. com. That's com. Again, check out kickbrca.org. Tony does great work with them. Uh, We're back on Tuesday. Remember, looking for an email. Congratulations on all your success. Carmen at 923thefan.com. Lima at 923thefan.com. Let us know. We'll get you advice on whatever the advice may be needed. Okay? The best we can. Whatever it might be. Painting with your possible future father-in-law, him sizing you up, the whole thing. Online first. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Extend Technologies. For Lima. I'm Ken. For Owen, for Keith, for Andy.